Hello, my name is Eric Weinstein of 69 Whiskey. This podcast contains mature content and covers topics and subject matters that people may find offensive. The purpose of this show is to attempt to educate people on different viewpoints and topics that are not generally discussed. This community is based on inclusivity and understanding. As host, I do not condone kink-shaming, offensive terminology, or exclusion. If there is anything in this show that offends you due to our own ignorance, we apologize and will try to continue to educate ourselves and do better in the future. Have fun, be safe, and enjoy the episode. Grab your favorite sex toy and tune in with your favorite sabardom. And prepare to be educated. It's time for another episode from 69 Whiskey. everybody and welcome to another episode of the 69 whiskey podcast i'm one of your hosts the dollar store dom eric motherfucking weinstein and i'm joined by my co-host did somebody say titties let's go baby it's the head advocate of the big titty committee it's motorboat and matt we're back on in the stew on a tuesday it's a great episode we have a great guest lined up i would like to thank our friends TNA and Ruin for introducing us. We have the incomparable Ray Richmond and making his podcast debut. We're break. We're uh, busting his cherry, so to speak. Uh, <laughs> her man Cam is joining us as well, and that's going to be something special. So, just a little bit about because I've done a little bit of research, um, Ray. Before we get into, I it. bet you have. I have done a. I may or may not have uh, some access to some exclusive content on a specific site that starts with O and uh, somewhere in the middle there's an F. Any, anyhow, it's neither here nor there. And you've been working out those forearms. Yes, the forearms <laughs> are doing fantastic, actually. <laughs> anyhow, I, I would, you guys are actually, you, Ray and Cam, are in the top single digit percentile on that platform. Yes, yeah, so that's crazy. Daily, climbing daily, it is crazy. It's great. We love do, it. Do you have the exact number percentile? Because that's pretty I big do. deal in itself. Yeah, I do. But by the time this comes out, it'll change. It changes daily. But we're in the top three percent right now. Holy shit! Don't be modest. It's three point one. It is three point one. But actually, three point one. Let's clap it up a moment right there. Thank you. I think that's pretty good because I've been on the platform since May seventh. So I've got world domination in my sights, but we're just getting started. So you just started in May and you've already hit like that top yes. five, in this case, 3.1%. Holy well, shit. You said domination. Let's know who the dom is here now. Daddy's the dom. I can't be <laughs> yeah. sorry. I'm going to get it later now. So You're speaking, you're speaking Eric's language now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then, as I said, I really feel we should start at this location because... <laughs> This is a tradition here on 69 Whiskey from the good old days of college. And uh, we got to ask you the, the question of, please give us a story about either drinking booze or getting it on. I'm assuming I know where this is going. So <laughs> let me get my popcorn really quick. I'm going to let you. Yes, and the loop. And the loop. <laughs> I'm going to let Cam take this one because this is a great story and you're going to love it from his perspective. So maybe take it away. (laughs) Well, I was actually going to tell him about the blowjob deal that we had for me to be on the podcast with you today that I just received. Oh, yeah. That was right before the show. (laughs) Sorry. I got a little something right there. I'll let you tell the other one. I'll just (laughs) jump in and, you know, add something. Okay. All right. So I know you guys already know because we, yeah. So it's been teased about, but it hasn't been released yet. We actually fucked in a sex shop while they were open with customers there. We started out with a blowjob and he was filming that and uh, that got really, you know, hot and heavy. And so everybody was just watching, which was awesome. There was and, a little more. T- let me hold on. Okay, a see, that's why I wanted you to tell it. He's let me paint this it. picture for okay, you. Yes. You know, so we just originally went into the sex shop to, you know, shop around, get some toys, have a little fun. And, um, we took our camera in there. I was going to get a couple of sexy pictures of her in the store. You know, we, there wasn't going to be, we didn't have any plans of anything too serious going on. So we go into the sex store and there's nobody in there. It's a ghost town guy in the front desk. He's hanging out watching probably porn. 
And, uh, <laughs> and uh, so we start taking some pictures. And, of course, I get horny as a motherfucker. I mean, look at her. Who couldn't? <laughs> and uh, I start taking some pictures of her. And I started playing around with her. Um, I was like, you know what? Let's go back here in the corner. I'm going to I'm gonna put my dick in you for a few minutes. <laughs> and, uh, yep. You know, so uh, I told her to bend over and we I set my phone up and put put the push the record button. And, you know, we started doing our thing. And uh, I mean, I didn't expect for it to go the way that it did. I look she as we start getting really into it. She's holding the shelf. The shelf starts shaking. I'm like, oh, shit, they're going to see us and call the law. <laughs> so I'm peeking over the shelf and I see the guy up at the front desk. He's looking back, smiling. He gives me the thumbs up. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Like, yes. Green light. Let's do this. <laughs> now I'm in full motion. I'm pounding that good pussy. And, um, you know, they have those little rooms in the sex shops where I guess you can pay a couple of dollars to go jack your dick to a movie or something. And well, there's You're not supposed to jack your dick in the fucking rooms. But <laughs> OK. <laughs> OK. No, it's taken for next time. So this guy comes in the front, the front of the in the in the front door, and he sees us back there. I'm like, "Fuck this! I'm not stopping." He walks around. He starts, he starts kind of looking around. I'm like, "You can watch, man. You can watch." <laughs> then another guy comes out of the back room from one of those video rooms, and he starts watching too. He starts playing with his dick. I'm like, "Fuck it, let's ride." <laughs> it was great. Yeah. It was great. Oh, yeah, but there's one other thing that he didn't tell you, and that is that he let the one guy come over and spank me one time. Just one time. And then he tried to do it again, and I had to and slap he, his hand away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. daddy had to get a little little mean with him because hey, he wanted more. He's got to ask. You know? Yeah, exactly. And then another guy comes and up. Sent his kids. What was that? He holds the camera. He comes up and says, you want me to hold the camera for you? And we were like, sure. So he picks up the camera and like. A true, a true gentleman. A true gentleman. And meanwhile, Cam's going, this is the greatest thing they've ever seen. And these guys' eyes are like this big watching this. So, yeah. Chivalry isn't dead, ladies and gentlemen, who are listening to this podcast. That That's the key. That's the key takeaway from this. <laughs> that That's fucking wild. I don't yeah. know how the fuck you guys are in jail right now. I know, me too. The shit going off the with you. Well, that's honest. not the only public sex we've ever had. I mean, there's been blowjobs and things like that take place in various public places. So, just how we roll, you know? We're not scared. <laughs> <laughs> Exhibitionism <laughs> is a fantastic kink. As yeah. somebody who suffers from it as well. <laughs> <laughs> So, what I gotta ask you guys? So, I heard on the on the last podcast about how you guys got into the business and all of that stuff is great and all. But what I want to know is because you guys are bringing up a lot of like DS conversation, is that somewhere that you guys are moving with your content now? If you don't mind me asking. Where? <laughs> Sorry, I missed the question. I think I, I think you mean so, Dom Sub. D- Dom Sub, like... Oh, yeah. uh, well, I mean, there's a lot of that. It's something for yeah. everyone. I do the bimbo content. You know, he's got me restrained to the bed, you know, and the mask and, like, the whips and all that. We just got a new whip yesterday, in fact. And, uh, yeah, we do Please it all. show. Please show. I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> yeah, go get it, baby. I'm, I'm, I'm a toy <laughs> bag <laughs> Yeah, we love that stuff. I have a new blindfold and a riding crop that'll be here tomorrow too. So yeah, we love to play like that. Daddy <laughs> likes to take his, you know, little brat and make me behave. So um, yeah. Oh God. <laughs> I'm by a brat. Of, I deserve every bit of it. I deserve so by the sound every of that. Of there's a lot of toys in that bag. Oh, that bag <laughs> is huge. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to build a room. There's not gonna be room. Eric, mm-hmm. I think you have a run for your money. <laughs> yes. Ooh. Look at oh, that. Right. There you go, baby. Yeah, let's go, baby. Yeah, we got yeah. a show here on the Whiskey Podcast. I love it. <laughs> this is the best day ever. <laughs> so, I'm guess so. Leather for oh, fantastic! Oh, That's a power tool right there. That's a power tool. <laughs> oh my god! So for everybody that is not going to see the video because 
you are unlucky fucks, and we're the lucky ones here. <laughs> what we just saw is the whip that they were just talking about, and Cam was spanking it across Ray's voluptuous chest and ass, and then took out what seems to be a what looks to be on the surface is like a massage gun, and we know that that's not being that's being used to massage a different part of her body. So um, oh, yeah. just want to paint that picture for everybody listening at home. <laughs> You can always see it on the, you know. You can come over and see it on on my page anytime, y'all. I'm just saying. Oh, we'll definitely get to that later in the show. <laughs> <laughs> so, getting into this, what is like the things that you actually started experimenting with that you wouldn't have experimented with beforehand? That uh, as just like kind of a. That question's for you. There's really not been a lot that we don't wouldn't do or haven't done or didn't want to do. So honestly, I don't know that this has really expanded our sex life in that we love to have people watch us, but this is the shit we were doing anyway. You know, our sex has always been crazy. We started recording ourselves. I have stuff back in November, December of last year mm -hmm. that hasn't been released, but that's when we started fucking for the camera and loving it. So And how long have you two been together, if you don't mind me asking? It's been going on about a year now, right? Yeah, close to a year. Well, congratulations. Thank, Thank you. you. It's been fun. Yes. So, so I have to ask then, Kim, what what did you have to do to woo Ray here then? If you had to do anything at all. Because I've heard I've heard from her point of view how you really didn't you just had to look the way that you did and that was enough for her. But what did you do, what did you do to get to that point? I don't know. I think I just threw that energy at her. You know, I didn't really do too much. It was just a, um, a very charismatic connection from actually a, across the room. It was a, a we were within a big group of people and um, actually at, at, a, at, a, at a, a speaker event. Someone was speaking that we know. And um, she had a boyfriend at the time. And I was like, this motherfuckers with my girl. What in the fuck is going on? <laughs> I, I love that energy. I fucking love that energy. <laughs> so I finally caught her, you know, I caught her eye. And when she saw me looking at her, we just locked eyes. And since then, it's just, it's been going down. It was on. The boyfriend was out and Cam was in pretty instantaneously. So he was on his way out anyway, y'all. wasn't like that, but yeah. The little Roger, basket. Roger. Right, so. No, he wasn't. <laughs> but the thing about him I love the most, I mean, look at him, obviously, but his heart and his soul are beautiful, so. Oh. Thank you. You're welcome, I think my heart melted a little bit. That dick's a bonus, <laughs> though. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is. I tell her all the time, I was like, man, I'm just, I'm replaceable. And she's like, most big dicks are a dick, too, though. So <laughs> exactly. If a big dick's attached to a big dick, I don't want any part of it. <laughs> Hold on, though. Speaking of that, because that's just actually. This I was going to ask this question later in the show, but there's a video that I got from you last week for research purposes on the OnlyFans, and it was a uh, a riding video, right? Now, listen, I get it, Cam. You have a giant dick, and I'm very jealous of you. But there was a thing. There was this thing that you used in this video that I couldn't comprehend what the fuck it was. I'm just going to call it a dick extender. Yes. What the fuck is that thing? <laughs> hey, it's a blessing to a man with a little pecker. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's um it's it's a toy i mean it's a cock sleeve and it feels fucking amazing yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> well i mean it's it's it feels it feels like it was fucking amazing you were yelling the entire time oh no, yeah is that the one where i came for like over a minute i think so i, I don't think know so too because he clears really close up and you can see it everything just like going forever so yeah. So it's got actually a the 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 point of it really is the extender's got a vibrator on it, so it makes the whole head of the the extender like really get crazy. This mm -hmm. <laughs> guy, look at one. It's, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> um, uh, uh, listen, I I love toys. I love uh, anything that enhances female pleasure. The problem that I have is most of the females that I'm with, I break in half. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tough. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that one video I, that goes in my ass, if that tells you anything. So the hidden camera video, I actually take that big sleeve in the ass. So. Roger, Roger. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I guess we'll throw it out there because you have mentioned it in previous interviews um, that you're you are Ray are 56 years old now, correct? I am. I mean, 
I don't know what most women are doing with their sex lives at your age, but you are definitely living your best life at this point. <laughs> yes, you are I having am. probably some of the craziest sex I've ever seen a woman your age have. And that's not a knock on any women that are around that age range. But good God. <laughs> <laughs> I love that's it. all I could say. <laughs> I love it. And you know, the thing about it is, though, Y'all, we don't tape half, not even half. We tape probably like 20% or less of the sex that we have. Yeah. We don't get the camera out that much <laughs> compared to what we're doing over here. So I can we only imagine what we don't see on camera. Oh, yeah. We like to fuck each other a I lot. I can only imagine what's going to happen when you guys start doing conventions. <laughs> that, like, on a personal level. We've started doing convention. Well, I've started doing conventions and I'm terrified of what you guys are going to get into when you start running those. <laughs> I can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. Oh man. So Ray, back to you for a second. So we talked a little bit off um, Mike and you, you, so you, and you've talked about this as well. Um, so you come from a corporate background, correct? So Getting to the top single digit percentile on OnlyFans obviously has to take, and in such a short amount of time as you had, takes probably a lot of business sense. Like how, how much of the corporate world did you take to the adult entertainment world to market yourself to reach that goal? A lot of it. In fact, that's the whole reason for this is that, you know, Cam and I started talking about it last fall, but without researching the business side of it and knowing the possibility for the revenue generation, the different ways that I can generate the revenue, the marketing experience that I have, I would not have even attempted it at 56 or, or maybe even at any age, but that's really come into play. It's really like right now having two full-time jobs because I do spend a lot of time on this because I want to make sure, you know, I'm consistently putting out content We've always got content in the pipeline in the editing process. I did hire an editor for the videos. Um, I don't really edit my photos <clears throat> other than maybe a background you know, thing. But just the fact that I do have that 30 years plus behind me of marketing sales, business, running um, various aspects of a company, I couldn't do it otherwise. I don't know how anyone you know, can just step in there and really just it, it takes a lot. It really does take a lot. So, but I mean, I've got a great support system. Cam is so helpful. You know, he, ha he's the idea man behind this content y'all. Like, I mean, we don't just go in and fuck. Well, sometimes we do, <laughs> but, but you know, he's got the creative aspect of coming up with the different scenarios, like the black light stuff. That was him. Um, the hidden camera. He had that all set up. I didn't even know that was going to happen until I got there. And then obviously I knew about it beforehand before I walked into it, but those things are, are his invention. And, you know, we talk about what we're going to do before we do it, plan the outfits, you know, he's just, it's just, we really um, it's integrate. It's a, a big collaboration and we integrate well with each other on and off camera. So Cam, do me a favor because I would like to have this for our audience. Can you please describe the scene negotiation pre-taping. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I usually will. Uh, I'll usually I'll usually strip her clothes down. Um, of course, it always starts out with a great blowjob before we even start having sex. I don't know. That's just like a good pre-game pre-game prep for me. I don't know. It just I don't know. I'm, I'm just I give me a blowjob. Let me get off on a good time, and we can fuck for a good hour. You know, so um, it's really fun, though, for me. So I used to uh, as a kid, I used to actually write skits and plays for little things that I used to be involved with. And um, I've just always had a very creative mind and I and I wrote poetry before. So I think I just never really had an outlet to um, express that creativity. And one of the most eventful, fun things that I like to do, which is have sex until I met Ray. So, um, you know, it's, it's real fun. You know, I think about it all the time and I'll have these scenarios just kind of pop in my head and I'll text her or call her and be like, Hey, let's do this tonight or let's do that tomorrow. You know, we'll go get an outfit. The black light scene though has been my most favorite to prepare for. Absolutely. If I'm not mistaken, I, I haven't seen this one yet, but, um, this is the one with the fluorescent paint, 
right? Yes, and on her yeah. on her groin it says "Beauty Daddy's Pussy" written in um, neon fluorescent black glow in the dark paint. Yes. Yes, uh, then, uh, then between her legs in the video, you'll see. Uh, I, I hope y'all do go take a look at it. Have you sent it to them yet? I have not, but I you will. Need to. I will. Um, I have to take a look at that later. Across on. her pussy, it says "fuck me" in bright green fluorescent letters. It's great. That video actually starts out though really cool because it's split screen. So Cam is filming me with a cam- with his phone that he's holding in his hand, and the other hand he's jacking his cock. As he's telling me what to do, as I'm in the other side of the split screen, you're seeing me ride a chair dildo, you know, and, and you know, while he, you know, jerks off watching me do that and telling me what to do. So it's really cool because you see both pieces of that. And then we come together, you know, pardon the pun, and uh, fuck like wild animals covered in fluorescent paint. Yes. It's awesome. Yeah. It's really that awesome. That sounds so hot when you fucking describe it. Like, it is very hot. That is crazy. Well, he starts out too, you know, like I have no top on. I have like a pair of little panties on. And so he starts out playing with my nipples, like up close with the camera. You can see his fingers just like, you know, pinching my nipples a little bit and playing with my tits. And then he tells me what to do after that. I, I love teasing her because she gets fucking wild when I'm teasing her. And she'll start fucking begging me to just let me come, daddy. Let me come. And it is great. A lot of men don't do that, and that bothers the shit out of me because I have a similar-esque mindset to that where it's like I love the floor foreplay aspect, and, and, and even though I haven't had a relationship in a long time, like that was one of my favorite things when I was with uh, a girl was like that foreplay aspect, that teasing, that like they the begging of wanting me and all that stuff. That was, I love that. And a lot, and a lot of men, it takes, it takes a while to master. And I'm not saying I ever mastered it, but it was definitely a good learning experience for me. Whatever fucking tips and tricks you have, by all means do share. (laughs) I'm trying to be as good as you are at this. Well, actually, well, actually, I actually want to pose an idea to you guys. And, It is based on actually one of the products that we've talked about on this show. There is a, we work specifically with a company called uh, the Dungeon Store. And they sell a flameless wax kit. And one of the things that I was thinking about, because you brought up the blacklight stuff. And hold on, give me one second. I can grab. My thing. Oh, he's getting the toys. <laughs> he's out. gonna grab this thing. <laughs> so, as you can imagine, while Eric's doing that, he spends a lot of money at our friend Brittany's store. <laughs> he spends that. a lot of money on this it. stuff. So, as you can see from the set that I've got here, the wax that they sell is already pretty UV reactive. Oh, nice. So, using that black light idea. Plus, doing a wax play thing would be great for your kink uh, crowd, I think. That's a perfect setup for that thing I've been talking about with the camera above you and, like, dripping the paint on you and stuff. That'd be perfect for that. The wax, yes. Mm -hmm. Awesome. We love that, Eric. Thank you. We will do that. I'm going to try and send you a link to that, like, uh, in a second here on Instagram. So keep an eye out for that. (laughs) Just so so you guys can get some shopping going. (laughs) That's a favorite place to spend money. Yeah, it is. On top of which, on top of which, another product that I just recently thought of because I see the size of your uh, your bedroom. Another product that I recently saw that I think would be fantastic for you guys for filming purposes. There is a company called Dungeon in a Bag that is a is a three-in-one saint andrew's cross that literally breaks down into a bag you can throw over your shoulder oh yeah all right that sounds amazing (laughs) yes i love that so i can tie her to the cross yes you can tie her to the cross it also converts into a spanking bench hell yes oh and and speaking of products that that support 69 whiskey matt Run the damn ad! Does your dick hang low? Can it easily choke a hoe? Does it swing in the wind? Can it helicopter like? If you're looking for a bigger penis, stronger erections, and results you can measure, you need Mailhanger. 
Male Hanger is a penis stretcher that uses the concept of tissue traction to slowly add new size to your penis. Male Hanger comes with access to step-by-step, how-to guides with detailed pictures and videos, as well as support by phone, email, and live customer chat rooms available 24 hours a day. Unlike most other enlargement products on the market, Male Hanger never leaves you hanging. Use promo code WHISKEY10. That's W-H-I-S-K-E-Y-1-0 for 10% off at MailHanger.com. Just click the link located in this episode's show notes. Join the thousands using MailHanger and start growing. Does your dick hang low? Ah, God, I love MailHanger. It's a great (laughs) product. Remember, use Whiskey 10 at checkout, save yourself some money, and support the show and grow your dick. <laughs> I don't know. Speaking of speaking of toys and shit, I can't find this goddamn wax play kit. So when I do find it, I will send it to you guys. But uh, it is not available on their website. You have to reach out to Brittany directly, and I will get them in touch with Brittany. Well, that would have been nice to know before I started fucking looking at the goddamn screen, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Oh y'all have y'all shit together about as good as we did. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker always. God damn it, Eric. Anyhow, <laughs> I love Cam, you. Yeah, I, lo- I love you too. I love you too. Pause. Anyhow, <laughs> Cam, I wanted to mention something that I didn't get to say earlier um, with all the ideas you have for videos and such. Do you ever worry? And I feel like sometimes with creators on, say, Pornhub or OnlyFans that are couples. Do you ever worry that you're going to run out of ideas? Like, has there ever been a time where it's like, damn, I can't think of anything for a video today? As long as this energy's here, the ideas will keep flowing, baby. That's a good answer. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not scared to do research either. You know, like, you know, I, I'm, 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 um, I try to remain teachable and coachable at the same time as, you know, being a teacher. You know, if I were to run out of ideas, I'll just, I'll just do some research and, and throw my own little twist on it. And a lot of the stuff that I've come up with, you know, has been um, has been a seed planted by a little something I've seen somewhere else. For example, I'm sure you all have heard of the 50 Shades of Grey series, right? Um, uh, he has a bit of a problem with that. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry I apologize. I apologize <laughs> that uh, that that you hurt me a little bit there, Cam. Oh. Like. like you were perfect to me. You, you were absolutely perfect. And then and then you said 50 shades and you stabbed <laughs> me in the heart. It was just a seed, though, you know? <laughs> you gotta have some balance. I can't be perfect in your perception, you know? That would be right. <laughs> Don't let him. <laughs> but go ahead with the 50 shades of gray. <laughs> Hey, screw Fifty Shades of Grey. It was just a little scene that there was in there I liked, you know, and I brought it to life. And of what course, was, you watched it with me because I, I was the one who wanted to watch those. So I oh, did like good. it. I'm not gonna lie. Now you can yell at me. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Damn you're it, good. Ryan. You're good. I... <laughs> it's a love this... story. <laughs> I, I, before we leave tonight, I'm giving you a better book series. Okay, cool. <laughs> 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 However, I'm curious to know what scene this was that inspired you, Cam. Honestly, when the bitch got on her knees and said, yes, sir, and put her head down, I was like, fuck, yes, bitch, do that. <laughs> <laughs> and he means that with the utmost love. Because I'm so, I really am, you know, I hate to be like a, I hate to be the, the mushy guy here, but, you know, I'm really a sweet guy, you know, and I have not a bad bone in me when it comes to, how I, um, how I treat women, how I react to women. And so when, you know, when I could find out that I could just beat that ass up, you know, and make her beg for it, you know, like that was just fucking great. You know, like it was just, let me release the animal. I love it. I'm his lady in the streets and his freak in the sheets, Ooh, baby. <laughs> I think it just got a little too hot in here for me. <laughs> We're going to start doing it over here, y'all. <laughs> Free show on 69 Whiskey. First so, time ever. He already got a blood job before we started. So. Before a 45-minute pause on the 69 Whiskey. <laughs> so, so getting back to like 
you guys talked a lot about exhibitionism earlier and the uh and all of the places that you've done it in public so please give us some of the locations that you guys have gone because for the most part when i do exhibitionism i'm in a dungeon <laughs> oh my goodness Go okay so this one time we went to to dinner or lunch rather at this restaurant broad daylight in a in a fairly large city in the state that we live in and um we started talking shit to each other during lunch and we walk outside we're in a public parking lot full of people two o'clock in the afternoon i sit in the driver's seat cam walks around stands on the door holds on to the door and i suck his cock right there door open hey let me tell you she gives the best fucking head on the goddamn planet you hear me and so when she sucks my dick in public, I'm looking at all these people walking around. That shit gets me even more excited. And I'll, I scream, I yell, I'll shake the car like it's going down, man. So I love it. Yeah, it was pretty hot. I love it. And then one time we had to pull over into a um, convenience store parking lot because we got pretty hot. And so I had to deep throat him in the parking lot and make him come right there. Yeah, yeah I'm sure there's been some other times. There were other times, <laughs> lots of other times, but those are two that stand out because it was daytime and there were people all around. None of this hiding in the corner of the park at 9 p.m. stuff. It's always when some, It's always when the couple's talking shit that things lead to that. <laughs> it's it's always like the little bit, the little bit of like back talk or banter. Yes. And then it's like, you know what? Let's do something about this. Yeah, like that's hot to me. I don't want. I don't want yeah. anybody else listening. That shit's hot to me. Yeah, me too. And I, I just love it when she like when she pisses me off, you know, or just you know, when I mean nobody perfect. When she pisses me off, I love to have a reason to just take her in the room and bend her over my knee and give her a spanking, pull the whip out, you know. Where's the, what's the biggest dildo we got? Oh, know, it's huge. <laughs> <laughs> it's huge. Well, she did mention. I don't know if this was if we caught this on a recording or not. She did mention she was a brat, right? I am so. a brat. I deserve every bit of it. I talk back to daddy on the regular. Yeah. Right before this. I'm going to get it after this, by the way. Oh. <laughs> I was a brat before this show. <laughs> I bet. I bet. I mean, you know, that's actually a good question I had because you've mentioned this on a few other shows and your little podcast tour that you've been on these last couple weeks here. And that you always felt in some way that you were kind of repressed sexually because of the upbringing and such. Yep. Oh. Would you like to explain that a little bit? Oh, yeah. My grandfather was a Baptist minister and my parents were so repressed that we didn't even talk about sex at my house, period. Like I didn't you just didn't talk about it. You didn't do it like they probably did at one time to have me. And that was it. I don't know. But um, I just grew up not even with that in my realm. I didn't I wasn't a particularly attractive child or young adult, so I didn't date. Um, I, I read books. I stayed in my room and I read books a lot. And then, you know, I discovered sex with myself. And that was pretty much what I did for a lot of years, you know, as a teenager and uh, and, you know, young person. So that was it. And then I got married super young. So, you know. Can I freely speak? Of course. Ray? Yeah. OK, so I would like to tell on her. Okay, so she did not know how to ride a dick before I met her. No, I did not. I had to definitely teach her how to do that. Yes. I don't know if she has just had a bunch of little dicks in her life. Or what's been going on, but um, <laughs> it, she had to get a little practice at it. But she is a fucking quick learner. Let me tell you what, <laughs> she knows how. I don't know if it's the corporate world that's been in her, um, but she knows how to perfect some shit really quick. And she's a good listener too. I'm, you know, I'm a perfectionist. That's it. Is that if if I'm going to do something, I'm going to be the best at it, or I'm going to die trying. So. <laughs> You know, I want to be the best head he's ever had. I want to be the best fuck he's ever had. I want to be the best everything that he's ever had. And if I'm not, I'm going to keep on till I am. So that's it. <laughs> I wish more women like you were in the world, right? <laughs> well, that's he inspires me. That's the thing is that, you know, I haven't really been attracted to or satisfied by a man until I mean, I've been attracted, obviously, to people, but satisfied by a man until Cam. And so, fuck, this man owns my heart, my soul, my body. That's just the way it is. Speaking of that, can I share about the time with me, you, and her? Of course. So, uh, oh boy. So, I, I had this little friend. We were we were screwing around a little bit, <laughs> and uh, so she was uh, she was sucking my dick, and she like scraped it pretty pretty bad 
don't know if it was yeah ouch you know those hurt boy they i cringed hurt a little bit and um so i told her about it and i was like man this you know this bitch scar- hurt my dick you know and she was like i need to show that bitch how to suck your dick and so we i ended up taking them both out to dinner and um we came home and she sure did that you know she coached the chick on how to how to suck how to suck daddy's dick she can't do it though so she's not around anymore she no. wasn't a very good learner we had to get rid of her no. <laughs> roger so do you guys have a a, a poly, like a polyamorous type of relationship or are you like mostly monogamous like what is the dynamic there well so it's been complicated at times you know i have this uh commitment issue so Roger, Roger. <laughs> so, um, you know, I'm very forward. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't like to mislead anybody. So I guess we are a little bit of all of that at times, but we're definitely venturing out because we want to, um, we want to have some co-stars on her only fans to, um, you know, I mean, that's what, you know, the people want that. Definitely. And that's been something that's been brought up to you in like messages by fans and such. Like they want to see you with other creators or other people outside of say the norm, like cam. Mm -hmm. Um, I I know you've mentioned this a few times. So what's interesting to me, and I didn't know this until you had talked about it on a few other shows. OnlyFans has this really strict verification system where you just can't have anybody on without like verifying who they are on the website. I was listening to you tell the story and I'll let you tell it more, more detail, but I thought that was wild. I've never heard of a system like this before. I mean, hell fucking Pornhub for God knows how long didn't even have any sort of age system on their thing. And that's how all that shit got out of whack. So please do explain. So you have to uh, disclose your actual government identity in the, in the background, obviously you don't use your real name if you don't Mm -hmm. want to on your OnlyFans page, but they make you not only upload your ID, but then you have to send photos of your ID. And then I don't think OnlyFans does this. They just do a photo, but they use the matching of your features to make sure it's you. But some of these platforms, because I have signed up for a few others, they actually use the camera and you have to turn your head all different ways. And that's the way they use that facial recognition to verify that it's you. And so Cam had to do the same thing, upload his ID, a photo with his ID before I could even tag him in any content. So, you know, we're verified creators and um, it's, it's a good system because like you said, age is a, is a problem. Consent is a problem. You can't just go upload a video of someone else. That's really a good system. And what's even more crazy is even if you take a photo of yourself and say like a piece of Cam is in the photo somehow, some way. His foot um, has been in a picture and they, they delisted is what they call it with a big red flag until I go in and tag him. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy. crazy. For example, that video in the sex store that we shot, she went through hell trying to get it approved and it never did get approved because of simply somebody's hand reaching in the camera and it being on her ass. And number two, it being in a public establishment. Yeah, they don't do public and I can't get it. Those people, I don't know those people, so they can't get verified. Yep. So it's it's going to appear on my fansly, but um, we're still waiting for Cam to get approved over there so I can tag him in that. Oh, but everything has, that's okay. Everything has to be just us in it. So the rest of the people, you won't get to see my ass get spanked by the other person or any of that stuff. So. And that's why you've, you've said, and I guess I'll paraphrase in some way, shape or form, that you wouldn't take just anybody off the street because of that like intense verification process. You'd rather just reach out to creators because it's just going to be that much simpler for you. Yes, definitely creators. I think the other thing is I'm very, we're very particular about the look of people's pussy and cock. So I'm not just going to, I mean, I'm sorry, it's got to be pretty, you know? I've got a pretty pussy. He's got a beautiful cock. We're not just going to like bring somebody in there that's got, you know, you've seen (laughs) porn, y'all. You know what they can look like. I'm sorry. I'm not shaming anyone, but I just have my preferences. She's she's got a designer pussy. I like to call that thing a designer (laughs) pussy. It is perfect. And it's that snapback, too. No matter what you put in there, that thing's going to get right back (laughs) tight. Thank you, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I am am blessed. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. So, like, how, how many you don't have to disclose if you don't want how many offers have you gotten or are people like coming to you or are you like reaching out to other people? Cause it seems like people have been flocking to you from what I've heard. 
They are. They are. But it's not the right fit. There's just either geographically it's not a good fit or their look or their particular genre just hasn't been a good fit. So I'm actually going to find the person. I'm not going to have probably any of these people that have contacted me probably won't be the person, but I am on the hunt for our next um, co-collaborator. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Mike. I'm Tabby. And we're the Grace Taproom Podcast. We are a comedy podcast that discusses pop culture. We talk movies, TV shows, music, sci-fi, horror, just to name a few things. Be sure to visit our link tree at linktr.ee slash podcast 2 There you can find all of our listening platforms, our socials, and our merch store. And if you can't get enough of our regular show, then go subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Pod. There you can choose one of our four monthly tiers, $1, $3, 5 and $10. We hope you enjoy this episode. Yep, the one you're listening to right now. Remember, don't text and drive, don't drink and drive, and always drink responsibly. You heard her. Do it. Tap room closed. Well, from what I hear, Ray, and this is from some information that Matt gave me before the show, I heard that you are another one of the voices in an uh, audio book that we recently did, and uh, apparently you and me have already fucked. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. Okay. I do have that script. I have not recorded my part yet, but it's good to know. Nice to meet you after we already fucked. So. <laughs> <laughs> the way you put that, that's just. That was awesome. I, I didn't see that coming. That's what she said. <laughs> but you know what? I'm glad you, you mentioned there because that was what I was going to move into next was like you. Obviously, you ha- you did your interview with Ruin, and I guess that like inspired this whole like now you're going to be doing like some voice acting because you have a great voice, honestly, in my opinion, for it. So I mean, we're I'm we're looking forward to working with you on that. I mean, we've already I think we've already completed our parts or mostly most of our parts. Roger, I'm just- done. Finally, oh, you're finally done. Oh my god, what a fucking miracle! Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> but anyway, but uh, yeah, I'm on that, forward. go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bust, I'm busting your balls. I'm busting your balls, but but I'm I'm looking forward to see how this particular story pans out because I knew Ruin was probably going to be a voice in some way, shape, and form, but I didn't know who was going to be the other female voice. Now that I have an idea and having met you tonight, it's this is definitely going to be a special project. I'm excited. Wait, does that mean that you're my wife? I am your wife, and I'm yes. oh so you're cheating on motor motorboating, Matt. No, what no, no. It? It's consensual. It's consensual. It's swinging. <laughs> okay, okay. Your story, yeah. Cool. So, <laughs> technically speaking, she has now officially fucked everyone on the show. I have fucked so everyone on the show. Before. And I'm just fucking fucked <laughs> Lou <living> now. <laughs> never, baby, never. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> that is incredible. <laughs> oh my god! But before I forget, you guys, Jason and Sam had a message for you. Oh shit! I've been waiting. I've been waiting to hear it. Fuck they said, man. "Get after it." <laughs> yes, get after it. You thought it was gonna be something bad, didn't you? No, I thought it was gonna be something bad. No, <laughs> Jason and Sam, they're like busting my balls. I thought it was gonna be something bad, but uh, I love J- it. Jason and Sam owe us a couple of shirts too. I'm looking forward to seeing those come in the mail, boys. I'm holding you to that here on the podcast, but man, yeah, I, got, I, I still gotta send some information for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, man, I, I don't even know. We've been having such a good conversation. I don't even know what I want to segue into now. <laughs> what, what do you well, got, Eric? Do you have anything on your end? Well, what I kind of want to segue into is so you haven't read the script yet, correct? I have not. Okay. So what I want to know is what your expectations going into this are, because we know what happens. We know exactly what's going to, what you're going to say. We know exactly what you're going to do. I've already said a lot of dirty things to you. (laughs) Uh, So 
the question that I have is, what exactly are you expecting out of this? And Cam, are you going to be in the room doing vocal coaching for her? <laughs> I don't know if she, I think she's yeah. really good at it already. I mean, I would be there if she needed me to, but I also totally um, encourage her to live her best life at the same time. Yeah, he's, I'm going to ask him to be in the room when I do it. But anyway, my expectations are, you know, I'm an actress. I'm an actress. So when we're fucking, it's not acting, but like the voice acting, I'll say anything. It's a script, you know? So I'm excited about it. I'm really looking forward to it. It's it's funny because my particular character, I forgot what the name of it was Dean, right? I was Dean on that yes. story. Yes, yeah, you so are Dean. it's really weird because Dean is like Cam in a way. Oh, know. very much so. Dean is like, just like Cam. So I had to essentially be Cam for that story. Uh, I'm just now putting that. Actually, two two. actually, no, 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 you don't think so. I gotta, I gotta disagree with you. Other you way so? around, other is way it? around. The other dude is into anal. The other dude is very much knows how to slap an ass and teaches the other guy how to slap an ass. Yeah, no, there's plenty. There's plenty of that. That's more Cam on the other end of it. I think there's I, a mixture of both, though, if you think about it. There's a mixture of both in different aspects, personality and sexual wise. Okay, okay, I'll give I, you that. Like when you when you hear her read the story, and as you read the story, I think it'll make a lot more sense having having you guys not seen the script yet. But I think there's like aspects of Cam without knowing, like having never met you until today. I yeah. think there's aspects of you throughout the story that you wouldn't even notice until you start reading the script. Like, holy shit, that's actually me. Or that's how you behave or things of that nature. <laughs> and it. if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But just having the short conversation we've had up to this point, I kind of see it a little bit. Right, right. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. We've mentioned how, how you're an older woman. You're 56 years old. Cam, you are actually a younger gentleman by 20 years. Um, when you guys are out in public, like, how is that dynamic? Do you get people looking at you funny or like, how does that work for you guys? I mean, if, you know, usually if we get those kind of looks, we kind of get a little more affectionate, like, what y'all looking at, you know, exactly. want to see something? You know like, but I mean, I mean, guys, honestly, though, like she's fit, like, that's just a number on a body and look like this. Come on now. Come on, somebody. Let's clap that up. Good. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, no. really. Fantastic. She's looking bad to the bone. And it's not just her looks that look extremely much younger, but her personality is um is just a fireball, you know, and I mean that in every good way possible. You know, so I mean when I'm with her, I mean the things that she likes to do, her energy level, you know, her flexibility, her aerobics, you know, let's just say, I mean, she's not 56. That's just the number on top of her head. Yeah. Thank you, babe. <laughs> and, and even then, like, and I can tell, like, you're a very bubbly person. Like, and I can, you guys just look so happy. Like, it's wild. Like, because I think a lot of the times society looks down on relationships like that. Some, no, don't, don't, no, 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 me yet, Eric. Obviously, it's a little bit more fetishized because of pornography and things of that nature. But I feel like sometimes, depending on the scenario, um, society kind of looks down on like that older woman, younger guy, or, especially like at that large of an age gap and such so, sometimes not all the time i, I believe so, uh, it. i'm sorry go ahead i yeah i apologize for cutting you off because i i do want to say this from the po the point of view of somebody who's a little bit more traveled than mish and i don't mean and i mean this on the sense that i have a little bit more miles and i've seen a little bit more of the world than he has and that is the fact that what we see in media and what we see in societal norms is fucking horseshit. Yeah, it's a the fucking, amount. Yeah. When people get out of their house, like, let me tell this is my opinion, of course, but society, people have this perception on what's, what's accepted in society or what people's judgments might be in society. So when they walk out of their house, out of their personal affairs in life, they try to portray some image that I really think that they aren't really truly in their heart or at home, you know, because of what society might think of them. Mm -hmm. If people would just be more of themselves and live what's in their heart, you know, I believe that um, things will make a lot more sense, you know, to everybody. I, I, agree. I agree with that. Jinx. 
<laughs> my, but my, and my whole point is like, you look at how many relationships there are in the world, and to say that you're only gonna connect physically and emotionally with people within a 20 year age span of you is fucking psychotic. Everybody is raised differently. Everybody has different points of view. Everybody has different experiences growing up. And to say that there's a cookie cutter way to develop a relationship and a cookie cutter way to be in a relationship based on age, based on geographical location, based on upbringing, based on skin color, based on fucking gender. It doesn't fucking matter. And we and we go through this on like a weekly basis. And I think that one of our previous uh, one of our previous guests said it best. Uh, and Which I'm going to quote Javi here. Javi was obviously a good person to quote. He had a lot of good quotes that episode. Love is love. And everybody it's something that everybody deserves. And it's something that everybody needs. Mm -hmm. Don't put yourself in a shoebox. Exactly. Right. And, and, you know, I think when it comes to, you know, you mentioned about building relationships and just that society at large and, and, and that whole perception. When it comes down to it, man, I just think it really, if someone's just has that authenticity with their, with their input, with their actions in a relationship, that's what it's all about. Just being authentic with yourself. You know, there's no, 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 no skeletons in the closet, no secrets, just everybody's being, we know we're just who we are to each other. And we've been like that since day one. Yep, absolutely. I think that's beautifully put, to be honest with you. And I, I mean, think that's a great way to end the episode. Well, I have one more question. God damn. Okay, fine. I'll, get, I'll let you have the one more question then. All right. Damn. I, I, I want to learn a lot here today on this episode. But uh, so last question. So what what have been some of the challenges that you have faced since joining the adult industry? I'm sure there has been some. So by all means, whatever you're comfortable telling, tell the people. What have been yeah. some of your hardest challenges to face so far? Probably the only challenge that I have faced is the reaction and the judgment of some people. Um, not only that I'm an OnlyFans creator, but that I'm you know, 56 and doing this, or that I'm with a younger man and doing this. There's a lot of judgment from some people that, you know, I, I expected to be more supportive. And then most of that judgment though comes from perfect strangers who don't know me, you know, and I, I just, I think to myself, you know, so wait, it, you, you think I'm terrible because I do porn with air quotes. Um, okay. So you fuck like that in your, in your house so it's okay if you do that, but you can't let anyone else watch it and you can't do it with a younger person and you can't put it on the internet. So those are your societal norms that you live by. If I choose to do that, if I choose to fuck and let somebody watch it and put it on the internet, that's nobody's business. So the judgment stems from just people who they're trying to create a box for me and I refuse to be put in a box. So I think that's the and issue. I would like to say that she's done very well at separating this new career, this new business of hers, this new profession from her other life, from her family, from her uh, personal um, relationships, maybe back from her hometown. And somehow there's been a couple of times that it's leaked out to this certain person who she might have used to go to school with and they've lashed out at her, you know, um, and actually even make public posts about it recently and um you know that just fucking pisses her off pisses me off too you know because all she's doing is just living her dream you know and i think some people get it twisted you know you hear only fans yes she's a a sexual content creator but you know she's not out slutting around you know and sleeping with just any damn body off the streets and i think that there's a, a there's a a twisted perception with the um with the ignorant out there, I guess I should say, I don't know if I should say it on the radio, but I'm just being blunt for my woman. No, know? that's a perfect way to put it. That is a perfect way to put it is ignorance. Yeah. I will say this much too, but to both those points is that one people's, if there's any opinion that is less worth a shit on it's random strangers on the internet telling you what you should and shouldn't do Two, outing somebody, no matter what is wrong. 
And that's one thing that we try and preach on this show because a lot of people that we have talked to are in the adult industry or in the kink world and they go by aliases just like you two do. And we make it a, a, a point that I will hop in my soapbox here if I may to not out them. Like even me, like in my, even in my perspective, I've talked about this several times in the past, how my own personal life, I try to separate from this podcast because the podcast is, you know, what it is. And I try to keep my personal life and my professional life away from that because, you know, some people don't know how to handle that per se. So I definitely sympathize. Well, I don't know if sympathize is the right word, but I definitely relate to what you say in that regard. I like that. I think that's a positive note. Definitely. I'll put up my soapbox now. (laughs) Okay. At the end of the day, though, you all, I just don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. That's what it boils down. Amen. Hey, fucking men. Fucking banging in the public. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm over here living my best life with this man right here, so they can just, you know, watch or don't watch. I mean, that's the thing. They got to pay to watch, so just don't watch. Exactly. So, Mish, I'm happy that you're off your soapbox. Now get back on it so that you can read these motherfucking... Uh, uh, ah. English motherfucker, do you speak it? Housekeeping. Do the fucking housekeeping. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> housekeeping ain't a country I never heard of. They speak English in that? I'm kidding. <laughs> I just went full on Pulp Fiction there for a minute. But um, thank you guys for coming on today. It's been a real pleasure. So, as customary on the show, the guests promotes all their links and all their socials first. So please tell the people where they can find you both. So they can find me on my link tree, which I'm sure you'll place in the show notes. And the reason why I'm not going to platforms I'm on is because I'm on like 20 different social media platforms, only fans, fans, clapper, slushy, all of the places um, that you can, can find me in addition to Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and so on. So we'll just say that um, my link tree is the place that has all of my links. It has all of my media links, including this one. Once it comes out on my podcasts, anything media related that's come out on me will be found there. So, um, but if you just want to go to my OnlyFans, rayrichmond.com. Easy. And with that being said, this has been episode. 119 of the 69 Whiskey Podcast. We appreciate everybody joining us today. Where you can find our podcast is on the following podcast platforms, including but not limited to Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, the Good Pods app. So many more platforms. If you have a podcasting platform you'd like to listen to, search up 69 Whiskey and leave us some feedback. We would greatly appreciate it. I like to read feedback on air. Unfortunately, I don't have any this week. And of course, if you also want to follow us on social media, you can find the link tree wherever we are. But just for give you some specifics, uh, 69 Whiskey Pod on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok, 69 Whiskey Podcast, Facebook, the letters are you 69 Whiskey. For gaming content and more that we never fucking use, uh, search up 69 Whiskey on YouTube and Twitch. <laughs> also, once again, shout out Ben from Mail Hanger for sponsoring this podcast and promoting such a fantastic product. You guys will hear the ad in the final cut of this, of this episode. But I also want to talk to you. Yes, thank you, Eric. But I also want to talk to you guys about another product that also is affiliated with this show, and that's the Baldo. So, Cam, if you want to get a dildo that's specifically designed to fit around your balls and fuck Ray with it and put it on OnlyFans, you can do that. Just click the Baldo affiliate link that is in our link tree. The newest one vibrates. Yes, it vibrates now. (laughs) It's my style. (laughs) Also, imagine that with the fucking giant extendo cock. (laughs) That would be fucking lethal. (laughs) Anyhow, um, also... Full Swap Radio, Thursdays, 7 a.m., Saturdays, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Please adjust them to your standard time zone. Eric, I have one last shameless plug I want to put up if you don't mind. We mentioned Ruin a little bit um, in the show. Um, I actually just got hired to do another book for her, and that book, I think, uh, is now out. I have, I think, eight more free links that I want to give to the fans of this show. Um, My particular story is about 
uh, fucking a cop and getting dominated by a, a cop in a traffic stop or a speeding ticket stop, something along those lines. So if you want the remaining codes, it's first come, first serve. You All you have to do is DM us on any of the socials I just put out and say, I fucked the police and I will provide you the link as soon as I can. That's how I know that you'll be serious. Just type out, I fucked the police. Roger, Roger. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Ray, and thank you, Cam, for coming on the show. It's been a fantastic episode. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and listening. See you guys next week, I guess. Thank Bye. You. Thanks for having us. It was a pleasure to have you.